welcome back to Big Mood, everybody. Hey. How are you doing? You can't answer me. <laughs> <laughs> They're answering right in now. The I can hear them. Yes. Oh, well, you will hear them in a second, <laughs> yep. because this episode, we took your voicemails again. But first, who do we have today? We today, have... we have Tiffany. And Jessica. And Nikki. <laughs> uh, we are missing Gina, but um, she's here. She's just... This she's is in her the house. Room. She's, she's being just, lazy. Uh, being quarantined. <laughs> being quarantined. Yeah. Just for she, safety. She does, for her personality. We need to quarantine <laughs> that personality. <laughs> Every once in a while. You could tell which episodes were filmed on the same day. Because, yeah, because she's not here. <laughs> uh, Gina's not in this one block of episodes. She's not gone for this amount of... It's not like months that she's She didn't have gone. a burgundy or black outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Her out she of didn't have outfit. a black... She didn't have another black shirt to match. Yeah. Gina. There's one thing about Gina. She does not she have any have black No black in her wardrobe ever. This is not Gina. Gina's shirt, by the way. This is not. <laughs> I did not pull this out of her closet. Ten she literally ago. did not. Nope. Um, well, as I mentioned previously, for our hundredth episode, we had taken voicemails from all of you. And if you want to submit your own voicemail, you can um, come to our Instagram because every now and then we ask for uh, prompts and stuff from you. So sometimes it's mm-hmm. um, submissions via email. Sometimes it's your dating profiles. And sometimes it's your voicemails because we like to hear your pretty voice. It just makes it more real for us is what we, yeah, um, we realize is that, you know, talking to a camera is one thing, but then actually like hearing from you and mm-hmm. realizing like, oh, they're like real individual peoples out mm-hmm. there listening uh, is really nice. Humans, actual yeah. humans, actually, hu- not actual just human bots. Beings. It made us emotional on our last uh, voicemail episode. If you want to go back and revisit it, it our was 100th. our 100th episode. Um, so in it, we said we would do another one and we are. And we asked this time if you would mm-hmm. leave us voicemails asking for either advice, if you ask us any advice question or something that you would think would benefit other people to know like maybe you have a piece of advice that you'd like to share mm-hmm. so we've selected some we haven't listened to these yet mm-hmm. we we read some google from, transcripts yeah. and they are very i just up. read like i just looked to see how long the google transcript was and if it was longer than a sentence i was like i picked it i think <laughs> okay yeah, so that's yeah. a good criteria i just wanted some something with some meat first message Ooh, wow. Howdy, how are y'all? I love the energy. I want to say, I love you. Yay. So, so we love you. Dumb, I'm a dumb guy. I'm just, <laughs> like the dumbest of dumb guys. And y'all have taught me how to treat a woman very above average. I don't want to say I'm the perfect guy. <laughs> no, we know you're not perfect. You're He's man. Oh, just. Y'all yes. are just amazing. Y'all are oh. entirely perfect i just Aww. love y'all i, I fucking love, love him yeah. not the audience well i love the audience too <laughs> i love everybody you're but so I do awesome have a question how do i not give a damn about negativity because it's, it's kind of hard not gonna lie not gonna lie but um also to the audience maybe to even me uh i love y'all <laughs> y'all the kings and queens and i just y'all deserve the best Yo, everybody deserves the best. Aww. Um, all right, that's it. I love y'all. <laughs> that's Bye, awesome. Girls. Oh, 
<laughs> the energy. We I love mean. you. He didn't even say his name. Yeah. I know. He's just like, I'm a dumb, dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> Little dumb guy. We love you. Yeah, I love the energy. Yeah, you're like glowing through that voicemail. Yeah. I just want to be around you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Overcoming negativity. It's strange that you would ask that question. Yeah. So, <laughs> is, <that laughs> so is this what That's Casey? Like, I need to ask you that question. Is this what Casey means when he says being performative through something? Because I wonder <laughs> if this guy is having it's so like much energy, but something's bothering him. Him, but he's like kind of like i'm just gonna fucking woo through it you know yeah. like fuck it like but it's really yeah, it's bothering the, him it's the fake it till you make it energy i think <clears throat> instead yeah. of the i'm gonna be so fake and overcompensate mm. like i kind of feel that like where he's he's trying to yeah not, he's trying to like i don't want this shit to bother me i'm yeah. not gonna let this shit bother me but it's kind of fucking bothering me yeah i, I mean honor your feelings like let be bothered sometimes that's just what like, i wanted to say just don't like project that bothersome out to someone else like just sit with it and like you know what I'm fucking mad at that and yeah. she just like be bothered and then go but you know what i'm moving on yeah like have it have the cycle pass through which is something i'm trying to learn because yeah. it's hard but but like being okay with negative energy is i think key it's like not letting it just don't want to consume, consume you, you. Yeah. yeah that's that's I used to the hard that. part yeah i used to let it consume me and then i would i would Make sure that other people knew that I was going through something. Like I would have to like complain about something or like say some shit out loud. And then once I kind of stopped doing that and I see it in people like people in my family, I think that's where it comes from. Like it's it's like your surroundings will. So like sometimes my dad will get real pissed off about something and then like he keeps like for like 10 minutes like talking about how that was so annoying or something and i'm just like oh yeah you know it's okay like whatever you know Mm -hmm. like it's cool but then like you just have like he just like wants to fucking like keep yeah it's bothering him so much and then that's what i think maybe this guy is like how do i not let negativity maybe people around him are so being so fucking negative and he's like how do i not let that bother me but i think just understanding that when when people are being negative, it's because they're hurting mm-hmm. for some reason, whether body. whether it's yeah. aggress- aggression towards you or just they're complaining too fucking much. You can't world, deal with it. Like whatever it is, is negative now. These days. Yeah, it feels like it. You've got to try to turn into a bird with feathers that water just <laughs> slides bird. off. Of. Uh, listen or read Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. Yes, he I talks about the pain body, yeah. and really, that's what it is. Is like it's some pain that they're that's in them that they haven't dealt with, that they haven't healed from, and so they want to bring other people into it because mm-hmm. their pain Misery body, company. their ego feeds off of it. It's like yes, the more acknowledgement, more energy, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so every time the ego goes away, like when it's satisfied, and then the pain body goes away, they're in a good mood, they're a good person, and then it's like, wait, we need to be fed again, mm-hmm. and and so it just starts latching onto things, and that's really what other people's negativity being projected on you is is doing, and then you're just you know letting it affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a hard one because think, yeah. being yeah. on the internet. I'm not going to lie. As much as you try to have thick skin and you do have to have thick skin to be um, in a public eye, Mm -hmm. uh, it still gets to you. Like you could know exactly who you are and who you are inside and you can say all the right things to yourself like, oh, they're just being mad because they're hurt or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it still hurts. And um, because you're a human. Yeah. You can't understand why you deserve that. Yeah. Negativity. You know, you're like, what did I, why do I deserve it? Like, what the fuck is this? But it's not even about you a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Someone else's negativity is not even really about you, probably most of the time. Stepping Mm -hmm. back and being an observer, like if you were watching that negativity go on to someone else, like you're watching it happen to you instead of being in you, just watching as an observer. And you'll, 
like realizing how silly it is. Mm-hmm. Like how it's like, oh, you di- it's not about you. You don't need to take that on. That's mm-hmm. that's mostly what Eckhart Tolle's, Tolle's um, lesson is. Yeah. It's like stepping away, like kind of zooming out outside of your body. Yeah. Even outside of yourself. Yeah, it's like just totally you, outside you of yourself. You aren't your ego. Yeah, yeah. like Being literally. Enlightened is that, is like yeah. being awakened to the fact that you, like your, your conscious is different you're not than, your identity yeah like literally like mm-hmm. that's like just wrapping your head around that part is fucking mind-blowing yeah. it's like you are an eternal being in this temporary body a hu- having a human experience having, right yeah, now having a human experience exactly yeah. and humans are emotional creatures mm-hmm. and we're just like energy fields of emotions bouncing off each other yeah now we're all high look what you did <laughs> <laughs> all right well you sound like a very happy person and that's also a a target for people who are unhappy oh true yeah Mm -hmm. that they're like why do you get to be happy fuck you but also make sure that you're being genuinely happy because you could also be like avoiding your own pain avoiding that's why that was the first thing i wanted to say was Mm -hmm. being okay with the negativity is key because if you're just like oh this is affecting me and i don't want it to affect me like I want to avoid it. I want to run it's away from build it. Build up inside. It's, you're is you're only going to hurt yourself mm-hmm. even more. The body keeps the score. Yeah, girl, it's preach another great there. book. <laughs> we like to read on this show. <laughs> we read. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I just as a final thought, I think everyone like gets to a point sometimes where they just like I don't want my life to be hard, and it's like. It just doesn't work like that. So you have to get used to like the cycles of like today's a bad day, but then tomorrow's going to be a good day. Yeah. Today, this person was negative, but maybe I'm in control in some sort of way where I can like fix it or get away from it or just like nothing's permanent. Everything's temporary. Yeah. Every and position it, in life's temporary. Yeah. And yeah, it's like not, Mark Manson says, like, I think he's the one that says, like, you just got to pick which. Oh, yeah. Pick Which the struggle. Pain? Yeah, yeah pick, the struggle. Yeah. Pick the Everybody's shit sandwich struggles. you're willing to eat. Yeah. yeah. Pick your problems. Mm hmm. Everyone has problems. You're going to have have better problems. And all you want to do is keep upgrading your problems Mm -hmm. so you have the better problems. Um, uh, Also, a stoicism perspective of that is like, um, do you you hear about that farmer, the farmer story, the the farmer fable of where like, um, oh, his prized horse leaves and the town's like oh that's terrible news and the farmer's like maybe so and then the prized horse comes back with a pack of wild horses so he has all these wild rare horses and everyone's like wow what great luck and he's like maybe so mm-hmm. and then his son falls off one of the wild horses while trying to train them so they're like oh that's terrible and he's like maybe so and then because the son was injured he didn't get drafted for the war and they're like that's great luck and he's like maybe <laughs> yeah. so and it keeps going on yeah. like that there's you don't no, really know the labeling yeah. good and bad mm-hmm. is a is a misnomer it's just something that yeah. we do to try to cope and it can build because you're like all the bad things happen to me or all yeah. the good things happen to me or that person's lucky or that you yeah know? In a new earth, Eckhart has a lot of those stories yeah. too, where it's really like insightful, like You're just like, to see oh, like it, things don't, you don't have know to be good or end. bad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck with with your journeys there with negativity. Hey, pretty ladies, love you guys so much. Uh, we've listened yeah. to y'all at work, uh, Miss Jessica. You have a Texan sister here. Nice. Corpus Christi. Corpus. Uh, but uh, my question to y'all is regarding my dad. Um, he was my world and I held him up on a pedestal, but recently my mental health has really been struggling, um, just because my mom found out my dad has been cheating on her. Oh no. Uh, oh, did he get stuck? Um, and then really tore our family apart. Oh no. Oh. 
Uh, my parents have been married for over 30 years now, and they wow. had, you know, what seemed like the perfect marriage. You know, that one couple that matches everywhere mm-hmm. and gets everything together. Oh, that's well, cute. That's literally what my parents were like. Um, but anyway, I totally see my dad in a different light now. And uh, although they are working through it, uh, I just can't get over it and obsess over it all the time. Uh, every time he gets on his phone, I think, is he texting that woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, or has he really cut ties with her? Uh, why did he do this to Yeah, us? yeah. And it just kind of feels like I don't know who this person is anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really struggling to find some peace with this whole situation. Um, so I don't know. Should I just let it go? Or can I just, you know, forgive and forget? Or should I forgive and forget? Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Wow, Man, that's, that's a heavy. tough one. Yeah. I, I mean, because you should 1,000% honor your feelings you need a time to process it It, i don't think making a decision right now like i need to forgive him Mm -hmm. is gonna be like the best choice because you're you're feeling a lot of things and you You can't be right to feel fake to yourself yeah Yeah. you can't be fake that it doesn't bother you or that you're just gonna let it go like you can't be fake and then also you can't deny the fact that now you see him as a completely different person Mm -hmm. because what it is i think and this is not i'm not an expert in any of this but um I feel like our parents are usually the people who show us what relation, how relationships operate for good or for bad. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you had parents that fought a lot, your version of what a romantic relationship looks like are people that fight a lot. Yeah. And for you, you saw your parents are like the standard, like the Mm -hmm. gold standard, like they are loving, they, they're in love, they are romantically in love, they are not sick of each other, they have, what appears to be the quote unquote perfect relationship. So you learned through that, that you can attain that. You could have a fairy book love story and you went on with those being your beliefs that you can find true love. And now what has happened is that has been shattered. That that version of what they had in your mind has been shattered. But it doesn't mean it's not real or true. It doesn't mean that you yourself can't find someone that's great that won't cheat on you right i think that's maybe what you're you're subconsciously the disappointment hurt about yeah is that it took something so ingrained in you something that you loved that was beautiful and shattered it i also think there's like a weird thing like the daughter's version of the father and who she builds him up to be and who she wants him to be is never necessarily 100% who he really is, yeah. right? So, like, a man is a is an entity among himself, and, like, the daughter's imagination of who daddy is sometimes doesn't take into account the dark side of him mm-hmm. or, you know, just different parts of him, like, who he was before he was a dad or there's just so much in that and realizing that your dad is more of a person than who you know, mm-hmm. like, he's... a there's probably even more than just this one bad thing he did. There's probably so much more about him. He's been alive for so many more years before you were even a thought. So like he's, I've been struggling with this sometimes too. I'm like, wow, like just really think like my, like who was my dad? Like fucking 40 years, like he's 70 almost. I'm like, who was he? I've only been alive for 30 years. Like who was he that whole time before I was even in existence? Like these are whole people with whole thoughts and problems and issues. And like, as a daughter, you don't really ever get inside of your dad's head exactly to know like Mm -hmm. you could try to have conversations with them he might be the type that's not going to talk to you about 
fully what really happened or help you get any type of closure closure on this situation like i don't know how he is i hope that he would be willing to talk to you about it as a part of his amends but if he doesn't yeah that's just i definitely don't think you should try to be fake with yourself but i also don't feel like you have to let go of like being the daughter to this father that you loved like maybe if you can try to separate in your mind a little bit like he is still dad he's still mm-hmm. the he man a great that loves father. you yeah but then also he's just a man he is a man he's just a man a man is I fallible. can see her struggle yeah. definitely I mean this is a really difficult situation yeah. because then she's also thinking of it from her mom's perspective yeah. where it's she's like, like she looking at when betrayed. he's on his phone all the time like yeah. she's turning into like the the girlfriend who's like right. are you cheating again mm-hmm. you know yeah. like yeah that's tough I kind of relate a little bit to that aspect of it um like with my own dad for example like you know, the last time that we had a conversation was our very first fight and ever fight and mm. probably ever because he's been missing for a few years now. And like like that that fight really knocked him off the pedestal for me. Yeah. Like I had such respect for him, like so much respect for him. And then seeing like his real flaws and like his, his true identity or like mm-hmm. a, a different side of him that I had never seen before just completely shattered the image of him in my mind. And so that was really hard for me to deal with. And then also not having closure either because of the fact that now he's missing and I, I can't really repair that. But the part about being like the the girlfriend part. So like the, the fight that we had was about his alcoholism. Like he couldn't yeah. he couldn't stay sober the last time that we saw him. And that was something that I just couldn't understand. And like I couldn't empathize with the fact that he had an addiction and like trying to empathize like really try to understand him so i was coming at it from like a spoiled little kid where it's like but dad you can't do this one thing for me you know like Mm -hmm. and and like trying to like catch him like oh you're drinking again like behind my back and like it just that's what led to that argument because yeah it was hard for me to see him as a flawed person and like a whole person and you didn't want to also like whether or not you do understand how addiction works it's almost like you couldn't you couldn't connect the fact that your dad yeah. had that problem yeah. so you're just taking it maybe personal or yeah, something like, too like addiction doesn't like really work like that exactly yeah. like i just felt like do you not love me enough to yeah. like put this aside like it was coming from a very selfish perspective right, yeah and channeling into that part where like now i can't trust him or like i wasn't able Mm -hmm. to trust him for the rest of that trip and then i didn't speak to him for a long time and like even before he went missing and yeah it's just like all that like complicated emotions Mm because i'm like you know i thought you were better than this and then like you really got knocked down from the pedestal i got really disappointed and seeing like who you really are and like all this stuff right not anywhere near close to like her situation but like a tiny little sliver of like I, i can relate to that and it's very um it's really complicated. It's a lot of mixed emotions because, like, obviously she loves her dad. Obviously she respects him in so many other different aspects. But then, like, discovering that he's a completely different person than mm-hmm. from what you saw and, like, what you knew, it really It feels is. like being lied to. It I mean, because she said they were, like, his mom, like, her mom and her dad would be the type to, like, mm-hmm. go out in matching outfits and, like, be really cute. And then so that's just, like... It's like if Steve cheated on me. Yeah. Honestly. I would be like, what the fuck? Because, like, like he is this would, real I life? I never ever think. yeah like i've never even had an inkling and of this, any is mistrust it scary either. to know that that's still possible like yeah. you've only been married for this many years Hell but yeah. what about in another 20 years it could yeah. be still it's something even happen. That, it's something where you feel like you uh, he's the first guy that's made me feel like i don't have to worry about yeah. that yeah that, like, her mom felt the same way yeah. about mm-hmm. him because they would he was so involved yeah yeah and it's like you always you don't dream of a guy like that yeah that like 
reciprocates love for you and would never yeah. do anything to be unloyal to you or disloyal to you. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I can feel all your emotions and mm-hmm. what you're going through through that voicemail because I'm putting myself in your shoes and I don't know. I don't know how I would feel like yeah. if, to, to see your dad that way and to have that view shattered is like, can you trust anyone then? Exactly. <laughs> because yeah. if this like guy that was so perfect and yeah. like someone that you would always dream of getting is like still flawed, you're mm-hmm. like, man, you just have to roll the dice then, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I think. Would, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, well, I think a thing that I feel coming up in me feeling like if I could stand in her shoes at all is like, how do I still hold my because she's like she wants to just like get it over with right like should I just let it go should I just whatever like because she just wants to still mm-hmm. have be this, cool with yeah. him and like have her dad and like not be so worried about all this shit mm-hmm. but I think it's so it's okay to have two things happen at the same time that you're upset with him but that you still love him and you can still enjoy your time with because he's your dad mm-hmm. and he's not going to be here that long it's mm-hmm. not like your boyfriend that you know you could just kick him to the curb like this is your dad he's still a very important person in your life mm-hmm. Um, he does need to like answer for what he did or whatever, yeah. but not to where like you you can still be his daughter. You mm-hmm. can still love him, and then you, you can still like work through this with the family. Like you don't have to let it go. Like, but mm-hmm. you can you know like at the same time being mad, you could still be his daughter and like go out to dinner and like whatever the fuck you know like still enjoy him. Yeah, I hope that but ma- still make an answer day. for it and still <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it's too raw right now to yeah. have the conversation. But I hope that one day you guys are able to talk about it one on one and maybe mm-hmm. he can like fill in those gaps for you yeah i think that's the part it does that, feel shocking yeah, yeah. earth shattering shocking like what the fuck how does this even happen it, maybe there's something that there's no excuse for it, but maybe he can at least help you understand how he got to that place mm-hmm. exactly kitty oh my <laughs> nibbler, nibbler is he's upset. giving his two yeah, yeah. Yeah. too nibbler's the guy would never <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope i really hope that you get some healing with that yeah. because that's that's really that's really heavy I Keep recommend um, maybe speaking to a therapist about mm-hmm. it because it's such a like heavy mm-hmm. thing to go through, especially to unpack on your own. And luckily, I'm sure you have your family that is also going mm-hmm. through it together. But I feel like uh, like guidance from an outside perspective, a professional would be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Because you I don't want to just eat it and like never, mm-hmm. never they, really fully process they it. They can either. give you yeah. some tools, too, because they've they're really i mean that's what they do is like yeah study all of that all of that mm-hmm. uh, relationship stuff get a specialist that specializes in either relationships Affairs, or mar- family that, yeah. yeah family therapy all Hopefully right your mom is getting help too because that's, yeah. that's shattering sending love and healing to you yeah. mm-hmm. all right so now i want to take a quick second to talk about ritual our sponsor they have these amazing vitamins that I'm a huge fan of. I've been taking their prenatals for a long time. Absolutely love how my body completely absorbs these nutrients that they put in these vitamins. And you know what? We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies, especially when it comes to something that we take every single day. Yes. Did you guys know that in women ages 19 to 50, there are over 97% that are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? Dang, that's like everybody. And Exactly. It's really important. My gynecologist was telling me like how important getting that on track is that it could lead to like 
like Alzheimer's, memory loss, mm-hmm. all kinds of Osteoporosis. like re, like really bad stuff. Arthritis. All yeah. That good, all that bad stuff. I almost said good stuff. All that bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, you need vitamin D. Also, you need omega-3s yeah. because 95% of these women are not, or of us pretty much because this is our age range. Uh, we're not getting our recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Mm. Rituals Essential for Women 18 and Over Multivitamin was formulated by Exhaust by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 and up. And it was formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. Rituals committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication. No shady stuff at all. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash big mood and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash big mood. Don't forget ritual.com slash big mood. Sometimes doing less can lead to doing so much more, actually. So true. Mm-hmm. Dipsy Stories is a new company. It's an audio app. They believe in less analyzing and more feeling your feelings, less stressing, more easing into things, mm-hmm. less scrolling, more savoring the moment, less pressure, mm-hmm. more pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they have even brand new written stories. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe, shame-free way. There's hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week so there's always more to explore. They also have wellness sessions to help you wind down and explore sleep sessions to help you drift off. For our listeners, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com mood. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash mood. Dipsystories.com slash mood. All right, next message. Hello. This would be so crazy if you guys are actually listening to this right we now. We are listening. <laughs> um, yeah. Is it crazy? Love you guys. Have love been you. just being up with you guys since I got into JK Films in like 2013, and now I'm like wow. a sophomore in college. It's a long time. Um, don't do the math because I shouldn't have been on the internet at that time, <laughs> that young. But anyways, love you guys and your individual activities and your group activities. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you guys a question about credit score because I'm 19, so I've only had a credit card, and I only got a credit card not too long ago. Okay. So I think right now the Things that might be weighing down my score would be like how little history I have because mm-hmm. it's only been like six months. Mm-hmm. But I recently checked my psycho score and experience, and I think it was seven twenty six. I just, even though it says it's like good and like close to very good, I just don't know how to gauge it. And like, I don't really know what I'm working towards in terms of where I want my credit score to be. I just assume I'd want it higher, but like. Mm-hmm where I hope for it to be and where I should feel comfortable with it being and at like what age because I'm just very afraid that somehow I'll just completely destroy my financial stability because fortunately right now I'm pretty stable which I'm very grateful and blessed to have but yeah any tips for a young adult just getting into the credit game 
and trying to make some good cash back money and build a nice future for herself. Um, any advice would be very greatly appreciated. Um, although I, I know I could probably also just re-listen to some of your financial videos of, again, because those are also really amazing. So thank you for those and all the um, financial advice things you guys have done on your other platforms and such because those were really great resources for me growing up. Um, yeah, love you guys so much, and I wish you guys all the best. Mwah, mwah. Mama, <laughs> how cute! Oh my gosh, you're so young. And uh, okay, first, uh, how old did she say she was? Nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. The nineteen-year-olds are so worried about getting it yeah, right. Like, yeah, I love I'm, that. I'm glad because yeah, I love the, you know yeah. you should have that. I'd rather you be scared yeah. than be like everything's a party. Fuck yeah, yeah. it's gonna be fun. It's just cute to see the generational change. Yeah, I don't think any of us gave a fuck. No, I oh, did. I cared, and I got hard. I got teased for yeah, it. Yeah, because everyone's yeah. going no out one partying, gave a fuck, yeah. and I'm like, no, I gotta study. And then all the kids now. Or like you you were born <laughs> yeah. in the wrong generation yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay so good for you you got a credit card as soon as possible she's Wonderful. already got a 730 what yeah 720 something or, or like 20 tells me because i was worried that this was going to go a different direction <laughs> yeah. like i wrecked myself immediately yeah, yeah. and i was like oh no that's but, usually the story yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they don't teach you about yeah. credit yeah. and i well, think we have it's more on purpose there's more resources online now that's true so. which is there's great yeah. i'm so glad that's available now yeah, just um, don't miss your payments so don't use all your credit your yeah. credit line i think mm -hmm. it's like 30% or 40% under 20% under 20% yeah. yeah so number one because your credit's so new you're you're correct that's why it's it's not even low so it's weird because yeah so anything Seven's over high. over 7 anything over 735 doesn't really matter it, like honestly as far as getting approved for loans and all that stuff it really doesn't matter that much like you're not saving a lot more um yeah it doesn't make a big difference it's just a mm. teeny tiny difference but the bigger yeah. difference is from like getting five to 735 to seven. Yeah. Yes. yeah exactly so you're already almost there and you've only had credit for i mean a year you can't yeah. possibly you can't even... like you can't add history that doesn't exist yeah, like no. some things in life you just have to wait for it's just more about maintaining yeah. my biggest regret Be responsible is closing my first credit card yeah don't ever don't close that ever don't ever close, close, your credit don't close that first credit don't card close and also i would recommend um opening two more right mm -hmm. now so because more. when you open more later it's going to bring down your average credit so it's almost yeah, like those the, years the, didn't exist the history. because they take the average of how long the history is so if you yeah. just open a brand new one after five years well now your average credit history is 2.5 years mm -hmm. so you want all of them kind of open around the same time and now that you're at seven 26 you should be able to get approved for a two more no problem and they'll probably give you a better uh limit and more perks like they're just better cards in general because mm -hmm. your first card's never a really good card um that first card will also probably increase your credit limit as it's as you're being more responsible with it and you've proved it's basically like you just trying to prove that you're a responsible right. human being yeah. is all it is um other things if you buy a car so you get a loan mm -hmm. on a car and you're responsible with paying that off every student month loans. rent i don't know the student loans yeah, get to, student okay. loans i've never had credit. one so Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, student loans. Any rent doesn't go on your credit. No, it score doesn't unless you don't pay it. Then it's oh. a so you don't get the positive. It's only a negative. Just pay it on time, so you don't yeah. wreck. It. She's you worried don't about wrecking it. herself. Yeah. 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 Um, it's very simple. It's literally just pay everything on time. And yeah. to do that, I think how people get wrecked is when they're like, oh, well, I have a $15,000 credit limit. And so they spend as if they have $15,000. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. That is not what you have. No, you don't. 
just spend put what you have things that you would normally pay for in cash on your credit card so mm-hmm. your groceries your utility bills like things that you already you have the cash for and then you pay it off every two weeks pay off your balance every two weeks um you could put you auto payment pay interest on exactly yeah you don't pay interest and every two weeks is when like the fico score updates so you can do it auto and pay your balance off every month and that's fine. But if you want to boost it and not have it continuously go up, up and down a couple points, then just pay it off every two weeks and don't carry a balance above 20% amongst all of your cards. Yeah. So to, like if you have $10,000 available, don't leave a balance of more than 2000 right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you open two more credit cards... um. Just make sure that you put like utilities on each of them so it's not all on one card and then you're not using two of the cards because they'll close it if you don't use it. Mm -hmm. You have to prove on each card that you're like, yeah, I I never use my, I I have a credit card with Capital One and I never use it. And (laughs) and because I don't use it, they also won't increase my credit limit. Mm -hmm. I've asked, I've been like, can you give me like a larger credit limit? Maybe then I'll fucking use this card. And they're like. No, you're not using it, so we're not going to give you a higher. Dang. I'm like, oh, this card is so pointless. But that was yeah. my very first credit oh, card. Good. So I Don't can't, ever close it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. But like Wells Fargo, I think, has given me the most credit out of all of them. I think because I bank with them, too. But like they freaking gave me huge like every I feel like every six months they give me a couple thousand dollars oh, more. Nice. Yeah. Credit. I'm like, shit, I have a huge like available credit at Wells Fargo. Chase I don't know why. does that for me. OK, and I don't even bank at Chase. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So maybe figure out which bank. Um, maybe there's four forums or something where you can see like where who's who's willing to give the most credit i feel like capital one is a little stingy with their oh yeah credits. there's different like youtube videos too of like the five best credit cards to get yeah. i mean people do those all the time every year there's new ones it's it probably gets updated. hard to know who to listen to though true you graham stefan i will not sponsor it but <laughs> I, I think he has graham stefan sponsors people yes he sponsors okay. me so he doesn't um no he has good updated videos where he does tells you all the reasons why to get those cards i've listened to him on a few credit cards especially the amazon card i think gives the best cashback rewards because they give you five percent back yeah. on every amazon card. purchase <laughs> yeah i have amazon too. i have so many reward points oh yeah. my god yeah. so many times like my my amazon purchase is paid by itself because of the the yeah. rewards also that's actually the only card that i really use the rewards for because i have the amex platinum and that's supposed to have like I mean, it does. It has like a lot of great perks, but I never take advantage yeah. of them. Uh, I'm well, the same with- on you not taking advantage of them. That's how they can pay for everyone else's. <laughs> I only t- use the ones that are cash back and then the cash just goes towards my balance. So I'm like, I guess that was a perk or whatever. Yeah. It's like $50 off my balance, like I guess. Well, there's some like different ones do different things. So like if you're really into travel, there are yeah. like travel ones where if you instead of taking cash back, because they'll offer cash back, but instead of taking cash back you instead spend it on travel they'll give you like three times the amount of value that i don't know because i i had the venture card the capital one venture card and that's supposed to be like for traveling i don't know what was happening because i also wasn't like fully paying attention so don't really like take what i say with the grain of salt watch graham stuff in oh yeah yeah do that because i yeah i was getting like five times the points or whatever for like a certain amount of time and i'm like where are these points? Like, <laughs> where, how come I can't still like I've had that card book for anything. so many years? Yeah. I would use it a lot, and I couldn't fucking book anything. With, oh, like, I couldn't get I a plane know. ticket. Where I'm like, 
this is bullshit. So I stopped using it. Well, this is just, a bad review for Capital yeah. One Venture. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where I'm like, I don't believe them. But I like got I a said, lot of points on my... I don't know what I was doing wrong. <laughs> like, we yeah. were doing something wrong. Maybe I don't not. Know. Yeah, I got a lot of points on my... I, I have a city card, but it's through American Airlines. Like yeah, the, AA the airlines or whatever. will give yeah. you. And I've got like 30,000 points right now just sitting there, and I barely use that card, so... I use the travel one with my Chase, the one that I said was... They keep increasing my credit limit. And um, it's a business card, though, but... It's Chase Premier Inc. And um, I heard that was a really good card. It's really good. And I it's paid for so many flights and so many hotel rooms. I haven't paid for travel in like, I don't know how long. Mm. I mean, because I yeah. technically have paid for it, but right. not really. Yeah. With the yeah. Points. With the points. Yeah. Just watch some go. I mean, I like also you can go in like Nerd Wallet and Trustpilot. Yeah. And like yeah. Stuff. yeah. It's everything's dependent on what your life good review is. Says. But as far as building your credit score goes, it's all about just maintaining that like, yeah. hey, I'm responsible. Look at me spending. Look at me paying it off. Every yeah. single but month. But you have to involve yourself in the process. So like, and get different types of credit. So not only a credit card, that's one type of credit. Yeah. A car loan is a different yep. type mm-hmm. of credit. A personal loan, like from Upstart or like some of these other ones that we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Um, like actually I've taken those out and paid them off and it it increased my credit score. Like I don't even no, need it, right? I've like never like a five a personal or $10,000 personal loan. You take that out and you just pay it off. And my credit score went from like 780 to 805 five or something just Sick. just because they want to see you play with different types of credit oh. and be like even if you if you don't need it what'd like, you end up doing with that i don't even know what I, I didn't even use the money i just took it out because i wanted to have a different line oh. of credit mm-hmm. and then i i watched my score shoot up that's, that's cool awesome. they want you to like participate you know yeah so in the because system. i don't have a mortgage but <laughs> they like, want you to be in the system yes, exactly <laughs> if you get in the system and play their fucking game they'll reward you for it but you I, to, like, I did that because apply? i didn't have a mortgage like how, how do personal loans work it's instant, like, do you tell yeah. them do you tell them what you're trying to use it for like how does it yeah work? you say like oh just uh refinance this or like car loan or you just like make up something or use it for what you actually want to use it for like a lot of times people will refinance credit card debt with it mm. and so like if you have a six different consolidate yeah. like, kind of consolidate you have like six different credit cards and they each have two thousand but you don't want to make like four different payments every month right you just make one payment to one well the place. way i ended up doing that consolidating my credit card debt was i just moved um i paid off my credit cards that had a high APR it was like 25% they all are kind of like that I'm like god damn and so I just I felt like I was drowning and that's how they pay for the perks yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so what I ended up doing was um, I put all like I paid off all that debt from those credit cards from a a discover card where it was like 0% yeah you can do that too or I think I transferred it I don't remember yeah there's zero per APR yeah zero APR and I was able to pay off my debt like this because I wasn't drowning in that APR anymore so that's how I was able to consolidate yeah so if you're already in debt that's how you just don't yeah. get that deep in but debt don't do that like, yeah, just don't, don't get do that, that deep if you just debt. work on paying your don't spend more than you have yeah. yeah only spend how much cash you have in the bank that you can cover yourself with and then pay it off every two weeks yeah you know what i don't know who told me this but like how i even got to that point of like having like a high credit or not it wasn't even that high i think it was like seven thousand five thousand or something but still, um, was because I had heard that if I pay off my credit card, it doesn't build my credit. What? Yeah, I had heard that, that from someone. And so I was like, oh, I always have to leave a balance somehow. And that's how I was fucking getting. Oh, no. Like, yeah. we don't spend. I was getting wrecked with the APR because I was leaving balance because i'm like oh man yeah you gotta pay it off oh yeah yeah, it's a grapevine thing yeah Yeah. because if you don't spend on your credit then it it won't affect your credit score but um if you 
If you leave if a you high leave balance, balance running, that's really bad. Yeah. yeah. Who the it's fuck told me that because that I don't fucked know. me over? You know yeah. what? I will say I have, maybe you misconstrued this. I don't know if it was me, but I have said before that I found out when I was in a lot of debt that if I paid all of that debt off after it went into delinquency, where it already affected my credit card, I was already like four months behind on everything. Okay. This was back like when I was in my 20s and like really fucking broke and I could not mm-hmm. pay for it. Um, I found out because I was like, okay, um, I came out into some cash. Like I, I owed $10,000 and I got $5,000 in the bank. And I was like, okay, I could pay off half of my debt, which sounded terrible to me because like, then I have still owe $5,000. <laughs> now I have zero cash. Yeah. But I was, so I was like, how will that affect my credit score? Because it's right. really, really bad right now. And I wanted to go back up because I had such a good credit score. And they're like, it won't. Like once it's in delinquency, yeah, there's no. Then it back. doesn't. Even if you paid all of then it, then definitely don't fucking pay it. It still will take seven years for it <laughs> yeah. to go Are you back. Serious? Off so at your that record. point, you just let it go. Yeah, there's yeah. no really it's not incentive. Off. Like other once than, they mark you, you're fucked. So yeah. you just gotta oh, wait. So I was like, what's the incentive? Oh, well, you might get sued if you don't pay what? it. Um, they no, really, not likely. They won't sue you unless you no. owe more than ten thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's not worth it. They cost them too much to sue you if you owe like three thousand dollars. Their legal fees are going to be fucking more than that. Dang. Yeah. Well, so, with all like my credit card woes, I I luckily had never ever once missed a payment. That's good. Like I had yeah. always at least paid minimum. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So that's the one that's thing where I was like, Phew, yeah. but who the. F- who told me? I don't know. That? That's, oh, that's, that's, that's bad advice. Yeah. It's the worst advice. Like the worst. But now <laughs> so many people have access to just type in like, you know, how to use a credit card or how to build yeah. credit. So I feel like they still don't look into it. Like uh, yeah. in a lot of places, if you're just not aware, mm-hmm. you yeah. just think it's free money. Like I, it shocked me to hear that. But um, I think we had, it was Joe, like that Joe Tsukawa came on our podcast, our other podcast a couple years ago. And we talked about credit and he said that his backstory was that he just thought he had all this free money oh. and he would just spend it like it was just mu- like free money in the ether. Mm-hmm. And so he got into like massive amounts of debt because he just didn't know yeah. that like that's how they get you is by the interest rates right. and like that you're never going to pay it off. Yeah, exactly. And he also, I think, lied about how much income he was making so he could get even Ooh. more of a limit yeah. and so he was literally you, spending money you he could, could never pay off. i think Damn. you could put that you make literally anything as long as it doesn't go over six figures so if you make fifty thousand, you could just say you make seventy five thousand. they don't really check it like once you hit six figures they're yeah, gonna be like po- we need a tax return okay we don't believe you <laughs> yeah i'm like why what's the point of that then they're not know. even gonna double check i think no no one no one really knows that that's weird so it's just maybe because they're time. like well if you're lying you're fucking yourself over yeah anyways. you're gonna be deep in debt <laughs> yeah like we want you to be yeah. in debt <laughs> but then they don't want it to be so much debt that then that they they'll get never fucked. get paid yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true it's a balancing act all right. It sounds like you're doing well, though. So good luck yeah, out there. Yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about you're it. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Keep listening to our podcast, though. That's yeah. really what's, what's helping you get that credit score. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Noom because Noom takes a different approach to your health and fitness goals that I feel like is much more efficient. When I started trying Noom, I was like, holy balls i do that i did not know that i snacked that much because i always thought i was a full meal eater but guess what when you're bored when you're stressed when you have anxiety and you didn't even know you did things during those bouts of time you are maybe snacking on things and you are maybe adding to your caloric intake with empty calories i eat a lot of 
junk. Cheese snacks. Cheese snacks? Yes. <laughs> generic cheese generic snacks. Cheese snacks. <laughs> I had a lot of generic they will be chocolate and cream cookies. Ooh. Yeah, and so what Noom does is they really make you examine these things. Like, why are you doing these things? Can is there a way to break these things? Maybe if you you if you took the time to heal the psychological aspects, you could see results in other areas of your life, which is great, not just for health and fitness, but for your your mm-hmm. mindset, your mental state, your... Yeah, your habits reflect in your entire life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you'll just start to notice, notice that more. A healthier life doesn't mean sticking to rules about what you can't and can't eat. It means having more knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Noom uses a cognitive behavioral approach that focuses on the why instead of the what to help you change your relationship with food. And everyone's journey looks different. You're all gonna look different. Don't judge yourself by what your neighbor's doing. Everybody has their own set of problems. And 75% of Noom users actually finish the program because they start seeing results and they start seeing how this different approach reacts differently to their goals. All you need is 10 minutes a day as well. Like I used to think that you have to get up at six o'clock in the morning and like do a full ass two hour workout. The drastic stuff doesn't last. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and it stresses yeah. your body out yeah, more. It actually demotivates you. Yeah. Yes. And that's what Noom was telling me. Like, like, hey, maybe you need to like reduce the stress. Chill, girl. In your yeah. life. chill. Take a giant chill pill. Um, Noom has published over 30 peer reviewed scientific journal articles. So start building better habits for healthier long term results. Sign up for your trial today at noom n-o-o-m dot com slash big mood that's n-o-o-m dot com slash big mood to sign up for your trial today have you ever pulled into your driveway after a trip to the grocery store only to realize you forgot the one key ingredient you need for your dinner well now you have options you can get the groceries you need or a backup meal from your favorite local restaurant delivered with doordash get what you want right now and right to your door you want late night ice cream get it with doordash you just want to stock up for the week while you're busy working from home, put in a grocery order with DoorDash. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is easy. Your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose the contactless delivery drop-off. Personally, DoorDash is my favorite app. I've used all of them and I keep coming back to DoorDash. I love the user interface. All the DoorDashers in my city are freaking great. I suggest you try DoorDash. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BIGMOOD. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BIGMOOD. Don't forget, use our code BIGMOOD for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. All right, next. Hey, BIGMOOD. Hey. Um... I just wanted to say that I love you guys so freaking much. Aww. Um, you guys have actually helped me so much. It's like crazy. Aww. Um, so I was in a very, very abusive relationship. Like, it was so bad. Like, I don't know why I stayed. Oh, um, it's not only like emotional, but like physical abuse. Like, it was crazy. Uh, like, I didn't have any friends. He didn't let me talk to anyone. He didn't let me... He Isolation. literally told me to ask for permission to watch you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> to watch anything. Oh, man. Um, you know, he would hate me and stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. So, you guys seriously just made it a lot easier to leave. Like, I seriously don't know what the heck I would do if I didn't watch you guys because 
it really made it easier by just like think like, you know what, maybe this is not worth it. <laughs> um, you know, it was so hard to think because he was literally all I had. Mm-hmm. And I was alone. I had no friends. He made me cut off my freaking family. And, yeah, it was the most craziest thing ever. And, you know, I'm barely 19. Wow. I didn't Young live girls. my life. I wasn't having fun. But, um, you know, I just finally left. And thanks to you guys, I'm, I'm like, free. I I don't have any friends, though. I got back connected to my family, thank God. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think my life is finally getting on track. Uh, so I have a question. How do you guys think I can fix my past friendships, my past relationships after this breakup? Because I'm pretty sure my friends, one best friend in particular, I'm pretty sure she freaking hates me because when I literally dropped her, I she was going through a lot. And I literally completely abandoned her because of my abusive boyfriend. So what do you guys think I should do? Thanks, guys. I love you so much. Oh, we love you. Yeah. First of all, congrats for getting yeah. out of that. Yeah. Um, That's tough because it's it's like psychological warfare, and it's yeah. hard to it's hard to see past it. Yeah, this is a typical narcissist. Um, this is what they do: is they they prey one, they prey on. Weaker, uh, no, 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 not weaker. No, no, no. Naive. Sorry, that's that's a Naive. yeah, that's a bad word. No, yeah, because it's actually they prey on strong women. Yeah, like, and they kind of find joy in breaking them yeah, down yeah. And, and getting them yeah. to be uh, compliant. That's the part of the game. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. part of the game because yeah. it's not a challenge if it's just yeah. some like. You know, but some, but if you don't know that, person. then you're kind of naive. Like if you don't know the signs, yeah, naive of how, is a better yeah. term for it. No, mm-hmm. It's not weakness. It, you're not a weak person. It's just, um, yeah, they they prey on people who are uh, trusting yeah. and uh, are giving and. That they can, they can slowly. They, I bet they love bombed you in the beginning, mm-hmm. and they, they made you feel really special. Like they don't like anybody; they like you, and uh, they kind of gave you some. Well, maybe you could fix this and this to help you work on yourself. They create a codependency. Yeah, mm-hmm. create that codependency, and then slowly, like you get, you don't even know you're getting wrapped in that web, and they've convinced you that they, like, they they're, love you, and they're they, all they're, they're doing this for you, and like mm-hmm. they're giving you some solid advice. You need to drop those friends; they are bad for you and they try to isolate you so you don't get any outside perspective Mm -hmm. that's why he wanted to ask permission to watch shows because he doesn't want you to have any outside inside or or, or perspectives or anything that's going to sway you any other direction but he does not like me Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) he's like that bitch no you could not watch that bitch (laughs) um so yeah it's hard to break that so good for you for getting out and it, it will take some healing for you to come back to a place um i think that the question was about repairing relationships. Um, Especially with that one particular friend. Yeah. Like how she says, like she feels bad because she dropped her while she was going through so much. I, I can see like how that's really like, it puts you in a place where you're like, fuck, I fucked up so hard. Like, would they even take me back? But also I think have some grace with Mm -hmm. yourself because Mm -hmm. you are going through some crazy shit yourself. You know, like I'm sure your friend can understand that level of like, well, you know, you got isolated. You were in a very physically abusive relationship, emotionally abusive relationship. So, like, I'm sure, depending on like the type of person that this particular friend is, like, they sh- a-, a reasonable person would be understanding. 
mm-hmm. of that situation. The I think. kind of friends that you want in your life are the f- kind of friends that when you come and say, look, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't know how I got in that situation. I'm, I regret dropping you. I yeah. regret like, and you can like, say sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and apologize. Then, and then understanding and, but- like if she doesn't want to be your friend, even after explaining, like, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Like, yeah. this is what I was going through. I was not a good friend, but I, you mean so much to me. If mm-hmm. she did, like, if, like, if she still doesn't want to be your friend, then mm-hmm. like, maybe it's just not a good match. But right. yeah. Also, you're 19. Like, your life is not you're even, so it hasn't even started yet, honestly. Yeah, your yeah. life hasn't even started. I know when you're like, and you're 19 and 20, 21, you think like you're so old you're now. You're an adult now. You're, yeah. you're not. You're, you're into not. your adult life, but you really. You have like 50 more fucking solid years yeah. of life. And that's like way longer than you've even been alive. You can so. take this decade to make all the mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Like you're going to make new friends. Like just stay out of, don't even get into a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. Take a full year if you can or afford more, some sort yeah. of therapy, get that. Take at least mm-hmm. a year of not being in a relationship to, to work on yourself. Yeah, you really need Try to, to get find your, power your friends. Back. Yeah. yeah, you need to make friends first. And if it's not the ones that you lost, that's okay. Like, I don't even talk to the people that I was friends with when I was 19. So mm-hmm. you yeah. don't expect that these people that you lost are going to be the only... I know, I know that you love them, so I'm not saying they don't matter. But don't expect that, like, they're supposed to be in your life forever because you know Mm. friends come and go anyway and that's okay and timing is everything yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i just think that right now you really need to build your who you are like your inner stability your core Mm -hmm. of who you are back up because that's really what they take away from you in abusive relationships is like you don't even know who you are if you you question your ability to make decisions on your own You you question a lot of your like of yourself, like your judgments and because they that's how they make you think is that you are not able to think without them. Not only that, but then going through such like, like such abuse, you end yeah, up physical. shaming yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, how, how could, could I, I get myself? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like you, that's what I'm saying. You have to give yourself grace because it really starts from within you. Mm-hmm. Like you loving you is the starting point. Like mm-hmm. that's it. Like you have to be able to forgive yourself from for going through that if you're blaming yourself. And like just finding a, a path to move forward and yeah, definitely seeking therapy again like that. That would definitely benefit you so much. Um, yeah, it could take some time like of your friends seeing that the relationship is over. You're no longer under his grasp. You know, maybe it takes a year that your friends are going to be like, OK, I think she's like we we feel safe enough to allow her back in that yeah. she's not going to hurt us and yeah. like she's not going to go running back to yeah, him yeah like and... she's created a stable environment for herself yeah. now i feel safe enough to allow her back in my heart like maybe your friends just need time like cuz they were hurt and that's okay like everyone just needs time like time does mm-hmm. heal mm-hmm. yeah and you know action also like what are you doing now to like create stability in your life like what are you going to do to make sure that you don't you know fall for this type of thing like you need to educate yourself you need to have therapy you need to work on like what do you want your day-to-day to look like and it not be have anything to do with relationships right now you need to be solid as a and person breaking patterns yeah right? that like attract those type of people yeah mm-hmm. i mean you already got out which is more than we can say for a lot of people so c- congratulate yourself mm-hmm. like really deeply congratulate it's yourself. huge yeah. yeah it's really huge and and even though it was like a horrible shitty bad situation um i think it's pretty healthy to view your experience as something that even though it's like horrific right the fact that now you're on the other side of it like you can get that experience and learn from it and grow from it and become an even better more educated person because of that experience instead of having that weigh you down and and like 
and say like, well, great. Like now I don't have any friends and now I'm stuck in this hole because of that situation I was in. Cause I've lived in that men- uh, victim mentality mm-hmm. the, my whole life. And it literally doesn't help you at mm-hmm. all. It keeps you in that hole forever. There's something that that's, I think there's a statistic that women that have been in physically abusive relationships find their way back to another one. It'll be, it's the same situation, just a different person. That's my story. Yeah. That's my story. That doesn't have to be your story. That's why therapy is highly recommended. And no relationships. I'm fucking telling you, don't get into another relationship. Don't even be like, well, this one's not like the last one. No, no, no. You Girl. don't know that because yeah. you're, not, you're not stable enough mm-hmm. to know that. You really need to build this foundation first in yeah. yourself before. So you're like a rock that can't be swayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck we and, love you. and congrats. Yeah. 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 Good luck. We love you. We have time for one more, but we will be doing this in the future. So if you want to. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. If you want to call in. It, it's fun to hear people. I love it. I love hearing everyone. And I, I like feel your energies, like different mm-hmm. flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, you can feel their personalities through their voice. Like yeah. You can like sense who they are just for like the tiny little snippet and like connect with you guys through your voice. I love it. I love <laughs> it too. Okay, last one. But follow our Instagram if you want to participate in future episodes. Hey, so I just wanted to say that I love y'all so much. I've been a fan since day one of y'all's podcast. Aww, um, I just wanted to ask y'all a question. And for more context, I'm 22, and I'm getting ready to graduate college and become an adult and things like that. And my question is, how did you guys deal with the uncertainty of whether or not you'll make it in your career? And just how did you guys deal with the overall transition of becoming an adult as a whole? Because it's definitely very scary to me not knowing, like, a definitive answer of whether or not I'll be successful in the future. Thank you guys. I love y'all. We love you. you. It's a very fair question and a concern. A very common question. I feel like I'm going to throw it to Jess because this is like a, I feel like you've had your own struggles with this of needing, of wanting certainty. I feel like we had talked about this in a different point in time. And what was I saying? I think I was saying something like everyone feels like they need to know what's going to happen, but you're not it's not possible like you have to just keep trying things right like i think that's what the 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 general kind of advice for that question typically is is like no one fucking knows no one has any certainty that's not how life works there's no job guarantees nothing nothing. yeah you just have to keep doing you can either allow that to scare you for the rest of your life knowing that it's never going to be certain or just embrace it accept that like nobody knows and therefore the world's your oyster just put one foot in front of the other yeah and, and try things and fail and learn from it and and get better and improve and like study your growth and and your progress and add good habits to your life and that keep you progressing and you're gonna have setbacks um that's one thing that you could know for certain is there will always be setbacks and things are gonna go the way you think highs and lows just keep game planning reassessing also um take a good look at your own definition of what success means. yeah i was just thinking that and why yeah, why yeah. is that successful? Like, is it having a lots of money in a big house? Or is it having, like, a really rich and fulfilling friendship circle? Like, or, more free time with yeah, people free, you love? Or, like, exactly. what, what or is travel? It? Like, yeah. what is successful? What matters to you? That will help you, like, create a roadmap. Yeah. For yeah. Because I was there. actually just talking to one of my cousins about this because she was, she's kind of on this path where she's just like, I don't think I really want to work like I'd rather like have more free time to like do the things I love like my hobbies and this and that and she like watches I was kind of trolling her a little bit because she sent me a video over text of I think it was Warren Buffett and he was like yeah you know I would trade places with 
you know, people who don't have the kind of money I have, like we basically eat the same food. We basically wear the same clothes. We basically drive the same car and Warren Buffett, right? And then he's like, the only thing, like, I can travel better. I can hop on a private jet. There's certain things. There's that options the and freedoms that yeah, money can buy. But he buy. was like, at the same time, like, we're both still generally kind of the same people. Like, our lives aren't that dramatically different just because I have a billion and you have, like, 50,000. Which, and I trolled her and I was like, rich people are always trying to tell you not to be worried about being rich. <laughs> they don't want you to fucking think that you know, or focus on how they're hoarding all the money. But anyway, um, just decide like what lifestyle you're going to be okay with because you can't necessarily have it all. So like for my cousin, she's okay with having less money, but like having more free time, like she'll, she can do van life or she can do whatever the fuck. But for me, I'm, I'm more happy. Like I feel like, okay, so let me preface it by saying this. Everything's going to be a shit sandwich, right? So like Either you're going to be struggling and not have as much money and there's going to be things you're going to have to do without. There's going to be things that you wish you could have. Or maybe you're going to work a lot more and have more money. But then the struggle there is that you have less free time. And like so you're trading your life for something, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's like uncertainty or possibly not knowing if you're going to make ends meet or it's you can make ends meet. You have an excess of things, but you have you're lacking in time or whatever. So you have to just decide which road you want to take. And like you may not know that right away like you can try the corporate nine to five thing and to where you'll have excess money but less time or you can try the fucking van life thing where you have not enough money but tons of free time to to do activities and like decide what works for you like i started i went to college i started corporate life i left it came into this for six years and then went went right back to it so you don't also have to stay on the road that you decide either yeah and i agree with that i also would add to that that you don't have to pick one forever if you're smart about it. You can, if you start investing young, which if you, you're very young already, yeah. if you start now just putting aside like 500 bucks a month and put it into some solid investments that get you a 10% or greater ROI per year, you have a compounding interest effect where you can choose like, where okay, I'm going to work a lot and I won't have a lot of free time. But as that compounds, I'll soon have more, I'll have yeah. financial freedom that buys me that time and I don't have to work. It won't equate, the the number of hours I work won't equate directly to how much money I'm making. Yeah. And over the years, you start getting more and more freedom. Or if it was the other way around and you traded more time for less money, still putting that away, you'll have more money in the future where you don't have to pick between the two roads. And, and that's kind of like the game is, is starting young and letting compound interest work in your favor and making smart investment choices instead of spending your money frivolously. frivolously. There's also something to be said, like you're only young once, right? And you only have like the energy you're going to have once, your youth, your beauty, like all of these things. So also there's some people that maybe just may take their first 30 years not really doing anything at all worth like monetary value, not investing at all or whatever. But then they have all these rich experiences that they got. And mm-hmm. then maybe they like fucking get on and get to work in their 30s. And that's okay too. Like there's different things you can do because you could also burn your whole 20s out, investing, saving every penny, not enjoying, not taking any oh, yeah, you need balance And then, and then sure, you could yeah. die accidentally. Mm-hmm. at 32 you know what i mean yeah. like you could have done all of that like thinking oh i'm just going to retire at age 45 don't but trade experiences it. for yeah. time or the or money life. thing yeah might i recommend the book four hour work week by tim ferris he talks <laughs> exactly about this that um you can basically have a million dollar lifestyle with a thirty thousand dollar budget because of what your definition of success is yeah. like being able to travel like putting it all into 
putting your work into four hours a week, but it's it's done efficiently and effectively. Mm-hmm. Oops, sorry. Um, where you can travel and do it remotely and have all these experiences and have an enriched life while you're, you know, living, but it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Because yeah. he talks about how like everyone saves for retirement, but those are your like worst years. Yeah, you're like, fucking decrepit then. Yeah, so, like yeah. don't do What's that. Instead, take all these mini retirement retirements yeah. where yeah. you're like living your best life like all the things you want to do at the end but mm-hmm. you're doing it now and you're just doing it smarter yeah exactly. it's a really interesting read everyone wants then, an answer to life though yeah yeah like there is no answer there's no one right way yeah. yeah and like going back to her part about like how do you cope with like the uncertainty of your future you can see like it's really your perspective because for me like i totally get that whole like fear about like oh my god my career like even like right now like i'm 32 it's never certain shit i don't know what the fuck to do with my life like i i get that but it's also you can view it at from a different perspective where it's like cool like i don't know where i'm going like Mm -hmm. i can literally just do whatever it is at the next the next uh opportunity that arises can take me this way or that way or whatever you don't need to know exactly where you're going it is good to have like a guidance a plan, yeah. and a plan for sure. That's, but that's all that's in your control. You yeah. are not in control of anything else. No. And I was also reading something about uh, that put a, a great perspective on it was that like nothing is certain, right? Like or permanent. You wouldn't want it to be though because no. it's so boring. Imagine yeah. if you knew already how your entire life was going to go. That's so boring. And not just that, but like stressing out to the max to make sure that that's the plan that you're you're following. Mm-hmm. Like the, like those people that are just like meticulously planning every single detail of their life because by the time they reach this age, they have to get to this point and they have to do this and achieve that. And Crazy. it's just like, so much depression ah, you forget why you even did it for yeah. you're like, not living you're hitting the milestones but you're not exactly you lost the life part of it yeah because you needed that to hit exactly how you planned it in your head just let go a little bit of the plan anxiety always balance like you don't want to be too like i don't have a plan but you don't right. also want to be like so rigid that you're not open to mm-hmm. like experiences that you could be having and yeah. that's all it is it's like just go out there and have fun put one foot in front of the other and um have gratitude for your experiences, even the failures that you're learning from, and uh, you'll do fine. Don't stress, girl. You got it. <laughs> yeah, I got that meme in my head with the, the dog drinking the coffee with the fire. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> nothing's ever it's gonna great. feel that great, honestly. No. Like it's just everything's hard all the time. Don't watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> the news will tell you that the world's never fine, ever, yeah. never, that's never how going they make to be money. fine, yeah. never has been fine. <laughs> that's how they keep readers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for so much for submitting your voicemails and calling in. If you want to participate in future episodes of this or if you like, well, let us know if you want more episodes of this. And then if you want to participate, follow us at Big Mood Girls on Instagram. Yeah. Check out our sponsors. And also, I guess you could go follow Gina, just even though she's not here, <laughs> whatever. Maybe but. watch G4 TV. I yeah, don't know. whatever. <laughs> we don't care. We don't give a shit. Yeah. But like the phone number here, call it. Yeah. Leave us more voicemails. I hope this helped. Like, we're not experts at any of this. No. I think yeah. I think the main takeaway is that nobody knows. Yeah, we're in our mid 30s, early 30s. We still don't <laughs> fucking know half the shit. We just, just gotta chill give out. you as much guidance as we can yeah. based on our own experiences. But even then, there's no definitive answers out there. Nothing is a guarantee. So, yeah. with that in mind, go have fun out there, guys. Like, go have fun. <laughs> you you could die tomorrow. Just try oh to my enjoy God, today. Just, just try to enjoy today. Okay, turn it off now. Turn you off. could die tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.